Hello and welcome back to WHW Binghamton. This is the first airing of the Center for Civic Engagement radio show of the 2014-2015 season. I'm very happy to be back after a long, long hiatus, mostly taking me to other continents uh, on this earth. Um, my name is Austin. I'm the host of the Center for Civic Engagement radio show. We'll be on every Monday at 5 p.m. discussing civic engagement uh, amongst uh, community leaders and students throughout the Binghamton area. Today, I'm very happy uh, to have on Nick. Nick is the uh, a student volunteer employee. Uh, intern for the intern Center for Civic Engagement. For the Center for Civic Engagement. Um, for the rest of the semester, we'll have guests uh, similar to Nick. Um, some of our past guests include superintendents of some of the local school districts, um, mayors, or the former mayor of Binghamton, uh, Matt Ryan. We also had some professors on, uh, and we're looking forward to continuing that. You'll probably get to meet a few people from the Center for Civic Engagement and some other people from around the community, and maybe even throughout the state and the country if we can get them on here. Uh, but today, we're going to be talking to Nick about voter engagement. Um, so, Nick, tell us about yourself. Um, well, I am a sophomore from Syracuse, New York, and I'm studying economics. And um, I am the Vote Everywhere ambassador for the Andrew Goodman Foundation, and I'm working with the Center for Civic Engagement on voter uh, registration and voter engagement, like political engagement. Hmm. Very interesting. So you're a sophomore, which I know... And for the most part, it's pretty young. How how did you first get involved on campus? Um, uh, I started by joining a lot of clubs. Um, one that I'm in is Peace Action Binghamton University, and it um, has a non-biased political stance um, towards peace. So that's kind of how I got involved in the political scene on campus. Um, and I saw a an application for the vote everywhere and I've always been interested in voting and politics so I applied and I got it so that's how I got involved with the CCE. So tell us who is Andrew Goodman and what does the Andrew Goodman Foundation do? Um, Andrew Goodman was one of the three freedom summer riders who was killed in 1964 registering minority voters in the deep south and his parents created a foundation um, in his honor to help register to continue his mission in the summer of 1964 and register minority voters. Uh, today, it has shifted its focus to um, registering campus uh, students on campus and trying to get a higher degree of students voting on campuses. So tell us more the Freedom Rides. Um, for those of us that may be uh, forget some of our subjects, whether it's from our American history classes from you know, three years ago, maybe some of us going a little, a little farther back on our American history. Um, so the Freedom Rides of the summer of 1964 were an initiative by uh, civil rights activists across the country to go into the Deep South and register as many minority voters as they possibly could because the voting uh, participation was dismally low in these areas. So they sent uh, students from around the nation and other activists to help register these people, and it was very dangerous for them to go. So a lot of them were risking their lives, and three ended up being killed um, 
And so that's why the Andrew Goodman Foundation was created. And you mentioned dismally low. And I think that in some years can represent how students vote um, for the most part. Um, How, as the Vote Everywhere ambassador, how are you trying to get more students to vote and to be engaged? Um, Well, first, we're trying to just increase registration on campus. Um, In the 2012 election, we had a lot of luck because it was a presidential year. Um, This year, it's uh, Senate races. And even though we don't have one in New York State up, uh, we have the governor up for election this year. So that's a pretty big race. So we're just trying to get the word out about elections. And we just want people to, students especially, to realize that they have the right to vote on their campus. Now, you mentioned luck. Um, and now you are a sophomore, so you weren't here, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, when in 2012, I wouldn't, I think there was more than luck. It was also just concentrated effort, um, to get students to vote. How is that effort, uh, shaping up for this upcoming election in 2014? Um, we're really focusing on the governor's race because that's our big statewide race. Um, we're also looking at, there's some pretty big propositions up for debate this year. And so we are uh, looking to focus our energy on those and getting people excited about those and other issues that may arise. So what do you think are the most important reasons for students to get involved? Um, I think it's important because it's a way to show that you are connected with the community and that you Binghamton is your home nine months out of the year. So you want to be able to have a voice in this community and to get involved. Uh, voting is just one way to get involved, and it's, uh, it's your civic right to do it. So, You were, you were a freshman uh, last fall. Were, did anyone make any sort of concerted effort to you? It wasn't off your election, and there were essentially no el- competitive elections uh, for students on campus. Um, did anyone try to get you to register vote? Did anyone ask you to vote? Did you ever see a voter registration form? Um, I remember going into the dining hall one night and there was a table and people were asking me to register to vote. Um, that was the only effort I saw. And I think it only happened once or twice last year. Um, I didn't even realize that we had voting polls on campus mm-hmm. because there wasn't there wasn't much of a word out at that point. Um, this year, we're trying to change that and hold dr- more drives to get more students registered to vote instead of just once or twice this semester. We would like to do more than that and work with other groups and uh, get the word out that there are polling places on campus so you don't have to leave campus and it's pretty convenient. What do you think are the most effective ways to get students to actually register register to vote? Because the, you know, in order to register, you have to fill out a form. You can't go online and you can't just hit a few buttons and boom, all of a sudden you're registered to vote. Um, how how do you think is the most effective strategy for getting um, students, many of whom either have never voted? Or if they have, they voted once in their home election in their home uh, addresses. Um, well, we're looking into those, and I think just getting the word out is like a big deal. And I think that holding drives and getting people excited about issues that they may or may not realize are important uh, that are out there 
I think that is going to be an incentive to register to vote so that they can make a difference in an issue that they find is important. Because there are a lot of issues on campus that people find are important and should register to vote for. Do you think local leaders value student voices? Do you think that um, that they come to campus and hope to convince people to vote for them? Um, I think they do. I don't think that... I think that it can be... Um, that more can come to campus and uh, because the big the university plays a big role in the local community and I think that um, we have the students on campus have a lot of uh, influence in the community and I think that candidates realize that and they are trying to focus more efforts on engaging students. And I think that if they're making the effort, we should make the effort as well. Uh, in the last week, you had uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo was on campus, uh, along with uh, Senator Tom Libis, as well as uh, the local assemblywoman, uh, Don Lepardo, and many other uh, local political leaders were on campus on Thursday, Thursday? I think Thursday. Um, to announce the uh, the new pharmacy school. However, you do have them coming to campus, but a lot of times, you know, you talk about people like Senator Gillibrand have been on campus. Um, Senator Schumer, I'm, I'm sure, has been on campus. Congressman Hanna has been on campus. But it doesn't necessarily seem like they're engaging with students. It seems like they're going to the, uh, the ITC, the Innovative Technologies Complex, and trotting out, we got, you know, $2 million of funding for... Um, the smart energy complex, but it doesn't seem like they're engaging um, with actual students um, to make sure, A, that they care about politics, B, that they actually register to vote and see if they vote. Um, do you think that local politicians have a way, have room to improve in that way? Um, I do. I think that they could um, make, I don't want to say make a be better effort, but they could try to hold debates on campus um, so that students not only know uh, what they stand for and who they're voting for, it puts a face to a name. Because a lot of times students, um, especially when they don't grow up around this area, they don't know the, they just see a name, they don't know a face, they're not familiar with it. And if the uh, candidates come to campus, you can put a face to the name. So when you're in the, uh, the ballot box, you can just you when you're you won't just fill in a circle um, next to someone's name. You will be voting for a, a face and a personality and a candidate who you believe in their stances on issues. Mm -hmm. So, I think a, a big question for a lot of students is, why should I vote? You know, I'm one vote, and you know, in the case of the governor's race, there's 20 million people that live in the state of New York. Probably, if I'd guess, let's say. Five to ten million are actually going to vote. Why should I vote? I'm just one vote. Um, every vote makes a difference. Um, even if uh, in the can the governor's race, it might be a lot of people voting, but every vote counts. It's your vote. It's your vote. It's um, if your candidate wins, um, then it's your vote being heard. If your if your candidate loses, it's um showing that. It reminds that the candidate who wins that there is another side to the issues and that these people, the people who vote, they need to, um, that they have differences of opinion and that they need to be compromised with.
Do you think that if students voted in a large number, let's say that um, 3,000 students uh, in 2012, um, I think the estimates were about 1,600 students actually voted on campus um, compared to, and figure probably another 500 to 1,000 maybe voted off campus. Um, do you think that if a, a large number, 3,000, would result in politicians saying, whoa, you know, there's a huge voting block on this campus. We really should engage. Do you think that would happen? Um, yeah, I definitely think that would happen. Uh, the sheer numbers of students on the university campus would definitely can definitely sway the uh, local elections. And I think it's important that students realize that they have they have a vote and a voice and that they have the power to change um, some things that they don't like or that they do like in the community. Um, now, one of the issues that I think a lot of students uh, feel is I'm from, and most students identify, if you ask them, you know, where are you from? I'm from Syracuse. So You're going to say Syracuse. Yeah. If you ask me where I'm from, I'm going to say Westchester, New York, you know, Westchester County or suburbs of New York City. Um, and I think a lot of people don't have a uh, a real connection. They don't view Binghamton as their quote-unquote hometown. Uh, and some students might say, well, I want to vote in my election in Syracuse. Or I want to vote for you know, Congressman whoever in you know, Long Island, Congressman uh, Bishop, or uh, I want to vote for in the... Uh, race for uh, uh, Kathleen Rice or her opponent of Blake, uh, Bruce Blakeman, I think. Um, what do you say to those students who say, well, you know, I'll register, but I'd rather vote in Long, Long Island or I'd rather vote in Syracuse? Um, I would have to say that you are here more, that you are here nine months out of the year. So you are more aware of what's going on in this community. You may stay, you may keep up to date with things that are going on back home but inevitably because you're here so much time out of the year you are going to be more in tune with what's going on in this local community so you're going to have a better view on all the issues going on but for some people they've lived in those communities for 18 years they've lived in their 18 straight years they they know the streets um you know a lot of students who live on campus they don't go off campus they primarily and if they do go off campus frankly they're on State Street from 10, 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. on Fridays and Saturday nights, and they don't really know uh, Riverside Drive, or they don't know um, that issue in, uh, or some specific issue that's really important in Binghamton. So why why should they care about here when they've they and maybe they even know some of the politicians? They probably met them at their farmers markets or walking their dogs at their local park. Why should they care about what's going on here when? They're probably not going to stay up here. A lot of students don't. And they're going to move back to either New York City or they're going to move back to their hometowns. Um, well, the laws that are determined by the candidates you're voting for in local elections affect students every day in the communities. Um, the laws passed by Broome County, the laws passed by the city of Binghamton, Vestal, the surrounding areas, they're affecting students every single day. So um, if you're here nine months out of the year and the local governments pass a law, um, that's going to affect you all the time. What do, you, what do you think are some issues which students would care about that are legislated, legislated by, 
on uh, by local officials. Um, anything to do with housing um, and curfews, things like that. Maybe not curfews, but like housing issues, um, noise issues, things like th along those lines. Uh, another example could possibly be um, tr bus transportation. Bus transportation um, is a big one. Uh, a lot of students feel very uh, strongly on issues on uh, hydraulic fracturing, which mm -hmm. is a method uh, for natural gas. Um, a lot of students might care. You know, there's a lot of student housing now in downtown Binghamton. Um, so do you think those are issues which students would care about? Yeah, I think they are. And I think that if students realize um, what is going on in the local communities and what efforts uh, the local legislature body is um, how they're addressing these issues, then they will be more inclined to vote local. And of course, public safety is and pu public safety is a huge one. Um, we talk about um, students voting, and one of the things that's happened in the last few years has been some of the students running for office in uh, 2012, or former, very recent former students in 2012. You had Anthony Galley, who uh, ran for county legislator uh, for the campus district and lost um, to Dan Reynolds. Um, you. This year, you have uh, Carl Bernhardson, uh, who is running for county legislator against Anthony Fiella uh, on the west side of Binghamton. Um, do you think the community could do more to get more students running for uh, office? You have someone like uh, the current mayor of Ithaca, Savante Myrick, ran for uh, Ithaca's council when he was when he was a student. Do you think that the community could do a better job of getting students to run for office locally? Um. That's a good question. I think that that would have to do with the views of the people running. And mm -hmm. if the, I don't think that the local community needs to target or put, needs, recruit perhaps, recruit perhaps um, student leaders to run for local offices. I think that if a student leader chooses to run, and I think st students should realize that they have the opportunity to run. And that if the local community likes likes their stances, likes their platform, then they'll vote them into office. But d recruit is, I think, a strong view. It's important to have student voices in local government, but I think that there are other ways that that can be established without running students. And there are some uh, recent graduates who uh, who are involved in local politics. Uh, Kyle Seely, who. Uh, graduated from BU in 2011, uh, served as the field director for a congressional campaign, and also served as Mayor Matt Ryan's deputy mayor uh, for parts of 2013. Also, um, oh, I just forgot his name. Um, I can see his face, but um, a student who recently graduated is now working for Senator Libis. There are also uh, alumni at BU working for Assemblywoman Donald Lepardo. Um, do you think that uh, local elected officials can do a better job of, or what are specific ways that you think local officials can do a better job of getting students engaged locally? Um, I think internships are a good way. I think recruiting volunteers is another way. Um, there's a lot of students on campus who would be interested in volunteering for either a campaign or in um, non-election seasons. Um, to just help out around the office or do odds and ends and things like that. And I think that 
candidates and um, local officials can do actively seek out the student body. Um, we have a lot of political parties on campus, um, clubs and things, and I think that if they reached out to their affiliates that they would be able to recruit a lot of volunteers and increase the um, student body presence in local offices and things like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think to me, I've been here for four years. I, uh, I'll disc uh, Full disclosure, I've uh, interned and volunteered and worked on several campaigns, primarily uh, in democratic politics um, locally. And I think that a lot of candidates, they, they don't think of BU because to a lot of them, it's number one, I don't even know if they're going to vote a lot of times. And number two, you know, it takes a lot of effort. The problem with students is they're a transient population. Um, most students at maximum are here for four years. Absolute maximum four years. Not to mention that most students um, might only live on campus for half the time, and then they might move off campus. And now you're voting. You're technically, and you're supposed to, change your address. And you'll also then have to vote off campus in... Um, you know, uh, Seton Catholic High School. Um, so I think that a, lo a lot of local officials think, well, you know, I'd like to, but that means that every two years I have to be going back to BU. I have to be putting all the effort in versus, um, and also in terms of contact with them, if you want to tell them, hi, my name is Austin and I'm running for county legislator and I want you to vote for me or even to knock on their door, it's much more difficult. Um, how do you think candidates can do a better job specifically of speaking to and talking to individual students who are registered to vote? Well, I think uh, social media has uh, presence has definitely helped this issue. Um, it might not be as personalized, but it definitely will reach greater audiences. And I think that a lot of local candidates, if they utilize social media, that they could reach a number uh, a larger number of students on campus and get them interested in their campaigns or what they're doing in their office. Uh, because almost every student on campus has some form of social media. So I think that's one route they could go down. Um, we also, email is another good way. And mm -hmm. um, just holding events, even if they're small, uh, you will get some form of student body to show up, especially if you're talking about a specific issue, as long as you get the word out, flyers, beeline. Yeah, I mean, I think to me, what it real realistically takes um, to really get students engaged on campus, is it, I think it takes a very, very competitive election and a candidate who really values students and who's willing to come out to University Fest and who's willing to walk through the marketplace and say, hi, my name's Austin and I'm running for county executive. Um, and I think that at least in my four years here, there hasn't been that sort of election. So you can go from Senate on down. Uh, in 2012, Kristen Gillibrand uh, ran for Senate. She won by like 30. Um, for Congress, Richard Hanna won by 20. Um, uh, State Senate, Senator Libis in 2012 ran, won by a lot. Um, Donald Lepardo had an opponent, won by a lot. Um, County Executive, Debbie Preston, had an opponent, Tarek Abdelazim, won by a lot. Um, there hasn't been that level of competitive elections, um, which I think, to me, is what is really needed to really get students and to get students engaged and to get students volunteering and them interning 
and then you know just going down um seminary avenue which is uh in the midst of the west side and a big student population just saying how are you registered to vote how are you registered to vote how are you registered to vote i think that to me is basically what's needed honestly is just one of those very very competitive elections a candidate who buys in and who wants to target uh students to vote yeah, I definitely I think that's needed as well, but it's difficult. We can't really control that. Of course. Of so course. <laughs> that's the that's the hardest part about that. Um, I think that students should understand that if they vote in large numbers, that they can make the race competitive. Um, it could be lopsided. Um, the community could be lopsided towards one candidate, but the student body could feel strongly about a different candidate mm -hmm. and make the race competitive. So I think that if students come out in large numbers, that you could see close races, that it, that these we have a lot of influence in these elections, and that if we utilize our numbers, we can definitely make races much more competitive than they are. Uh, to end with, uh, we're running low on time. It's been great speaking to you. But we're going to end with what I always end my Center for Civic Engagement radio shows with a key question, and that is, what do you think is the best-kept secret of Binghamton University and then added on of the local Binghamton community? The best kept secret. That's tough. I think the best kept secret is, um, are definitely the different resources you can utilize on campus. Um, the Center for Civic Engagement is pretty great for volunteer stuff. Um, so I'm just going to plug that. Um, I went to the CDC for resume help, and that was pretty helpful. So definitely, there's so many resources on campus that you like don't even realize it exist. I got my hands on like a whole sheet with all the resources, and there were resources I'd never even heard of that I want to check out this year. And of the local Binghamton area. The local Binghamton area. Um, Lost, Lost Dog is not a best kept secret. I was going to say Little Venice. I love Little Venice because they make their own noodles. So definitely the food, the restaurant scene is pretty great, especially during restaurant week, which is over, unfortunately. Did you go to any restaurants? I went to Little Venice. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, that makes yeah. Sense. Um, definitely uh, check out the restaurants in the local area. Well, Nick, I want to thank you a lot for coming on the show today. Thanks for having um, me. It was great talking to you about um, your involvement with the Andrew Goodman Foundation, as well as getting students involved locally, politically, and also getting them registered to vote and for them to actually vote. Um, this has been the Center for Civic Engagement radio show. We're going to be on every Monday uh, from 5 to 5.30. Next week, hopefully, we'll be talking about the showcase, uh, the Center for Civic Engagement showcase of community opportunities, I yep, believe. That's it. Um, and the, that showcase is on Tuesday um, from what time is it? 12 to 3? 12 to 3, yeah. Uh, 12 to 3 in the Mandela Room. Uh, which is in the old union, old union. Um, but for now, uh, enjoy the rest of your week. Enjoy the rest of your Monday, a lovely Monday. This has been the Center for Civic Engagement Radio Show on WHRW Binghamton, 90.5 FM. Thank you, and have a good night. With tattooed legs.